like you said, gratitude and positivity, where does that all stem from? And we found that the foundation is what we believe personally, self-confidence. When we are comfortable with who we are, when we truly believe that we are giving our best and that we are genuine and organic to the world, we are more likely to treat ourselves better. Welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. Join me each week as we come together as a community, sharing how we strive to live each day with intention, with a special focus on cultivating joy and practicing gratitude. Together, let's live by design, not default. Hi, friends, and welcome to episode 110 of the Live by Design podcast. I am thrilled today to be sitting down with Matt and Phil of M&P Presentations, two men with huge hearts for sharing confidence, health, and positivity with the world. But before I get ahead of myself, it's time for our Apple Podcasts featured review of the week. Today's five-star review was left by Snez Eisenberg, and it's titled, Full of Positivity, and it reads... I just recently met Kate in person and she exudes positive energy, which is something that I need in my life. Listening to her podcast makes me believe in myself. Amazing all around. Well, Snez, thank you so much for taking the time to review the podcast. I know you are a new listener and a new friend, which I am so super excited about. And I'm just super grateful to you for tuning in and taking the time to write these kind, sweet words. They seriously mean the world to me. So I know you and I have actually already connected during a play date recently, so I was able to hand deliver your thank you card and your small Starbucks gift card, but sincerely from my heart, thank you. And for anyone who's listening and you're getting something out of listening to the podcast and you haven't yet rated or reviewed the show, I'd be so stinking, ridiculously, deeply grateful if you would take a hot second right now to do so. All you need to do is open up the Apple podcast app on your phone. Find the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and that's where you can scroll down to the bottom, rate the show with five stars, and just write two or three sentences about what the show means to you. It is so helpful for me to get reviews like these to help us grow our community, to help us have a greater impact in the world, and to just share this message that's on my heart to live by design and not by default. And if your review is read for a future Apple Podcast review of the week, your next cup of coffee is on me. All right, friends, I am so excited to bring today's conversation to your earbuds. So today I am sitting down with Matt and Phil of MMP Presentations LLC, and they are a nationally known motivational speaking duo who absolutely love life and sharing their passion for it with the world. Their mission is to cultivate confidence in others, model a healthy lifestyle, and consistently promote positivity through high energy presentations, social media, and their hashtag train of positivity short films. And here's a little bit about how Matt and Phil became Matt and Phil. Matt and Phil's worlds collided back in late 2012 through a youth leadership conference. They both happened to be chaperoning, not knowing each other. They were paired up to create a presentation to lift up the youth at the conference without even realizing it. MMP was born through the prep laughs and drive to not only empower that audience, but to entertain them as well. The first presentation was the beginning of a life-changing journey for Matt and Phil that continues to this day, supporting and helping others grow in their self-confidence through unique, meaningful, and fun experiences. 
Now obsessed with cultivating confidence, Matt and Phil continue to push their own personal growth and live out their mission in order to squeeze the most out of their, quote, ordinary yet extraordinary lives. So without further ado, here's Matt and Phil. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I am so excited to have M&P Productions here with me on the podcast today. So Matt and Phil, hello. So good to have you here. Hello, Kate. So excited to be here. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's a really fun full circle moment for me because a previous podcast guest, Wendy Battles of the Reinvention Rebels podcast, who has since become a really dear friend of mine, introduced me to you guys back when you were doing a virtual summit. And I know you've held a few of those now. And Wendy was part of it in 2021. And she was so sweet and made an introduction. And so as with many of my interviews, I'll be connected with someone on Instagram. And I just kind of like, I like to just kind of see what you're doing and what you're all about. And then over time, I was just like, oh man, I really hope Matt and Phil will come on the show because I just love what you guys are putting out into the world. And for anyone who's not familiar with you guys, a big part of your mission, it seems, is you know confidence and health and positivity. And that's really the conversation I wanted to have with you guys today. So for anybody who's listening and they're not already familiar with MP Productions, will you share with us who you guys are and what you're all about? Absolutely. Go ahead, Matt. Take it away, brother. Oh, wow. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate that. Well, uh, we are Matthew Magovich and Phil Janiszewski. And as uh, Miss Kate said, we are MP Presentations. And we have had the absolute fortune of going around this beautiful country for the past eight years, Phil. Could it be eight years already? It's going to be nine soon. Crazy. Nine this February. And to be brutally honest, we are extremely boring individuals who live very <laughs> boring, happy, healthy lives. But we're very passionate about our message of self-confidence, happiness healthy risk-taking, and we realized that this very simple message creates positive, powerful results for people of all ages. And that's why, as Kay, we were saying before we started recording, we've oddly enough been embraced by a number of audiences across this country, purely based off the fact that I feel individuals know how passionate we are about these topics and how much we live it, how much we breathe it. And as a result, we see positive ripples in our lives, and we want the same things for our audience too. Would you agree with that, Phil? Absolutely. And I think that we love to live by the mantra of ordinary is extraordinary. We found that we're just humans in the middle that are trying our absolute best, trying to meet our goals, reach our goals, live our best life. And I think you can reach a lot of that just from what maybe maybe media or whoever would paint is just regular everyday ordinary stuff. But everyday life is beautiful. And because of this journey we've been on, we've become more passionate about focusing on our own individual lives to make them better so that we can have a bigger impact on the world. And honestly, it's just been a crazy, amazing ride that has made our lives exponentially better than we ever imagined. So we are super grateful to be here. And it's things like this with being MP presentations that has allowed our door of opportunities to open up to meet great humans like you. So thanks, Kate. Yeah, of course. Well, and I, I love what you say about you guys being like just regular people. And that's really at the heart of what I do. I think there's so many cool places you can go online and hear, you know, celebrities and gurus and all that. And there is absolutely a place for that. But I find a lot of encouragement and power for myself in following the journeys of people 
who are just like me, right. Who don't have a personal chef or like a personal trainer. They meet with every single day, you know, like I'm uh, hopping on my Peloton when my kids take their naps kind of situation. And so getting to talk to people who are just, you know, regular people, but with really big hearts for loving and showing up for others is really special to me. So I'm curious, you know, we've got the gratitude piece, the health, the positivity. I love your YouTube channel. I've like binged a ton of it now. My kids probably recognize your voices at this point. So I'm curious to know, I love this connection of the gratitude, the health, the positivity. I'm curious to know, how is it you came to make those connections? Like how those are all part of, you know, the same piece, you know, the same puzzle. How did that come about for you? Well, Kate, the the more that we started presenting, we started really preaching and hammering home the topic of embracing the ordinary things in your life and making them extraordinary, which means that we really focused on that gratitude piece. Then Phil and I, the more we developed as individuals, the more we developed as speakers, we realized that there were really key foundational points that we would always touch on. It was health. It was confidence. It was gratitude. And ultimately, Phil, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when we started speaking, it's almost like the speaking world held us more accountable because we didn't want to be hypocrites to our audience. We focused on those things that were in our control, which we felt made us better husbands, better professionals, better speakers, better role models. And it really kind of was up to the bargain that we had to really practice what we would preach. Would you agree? I agree. And I also think that we started looking at the things that made us feel good and where like you said, gratitude and positivity, where does that all stem from? And we found that the foundation is what we believe personally, self-confidence. When we are comfortable with who we are, when we truly believe that we are giving our best and that we are genuine and organic to the world, we are more likely to treat ourselves better. We are more likely to make time in our lives to get on that Peloton during kids' naps, right? It's saying that I am valuable and worth it and that I deserve this because I'm going to be even better at everything else if I take the time for myself. And we started to look at those that we looked up to. What is it that makes them so fulfilled and happy with their life? And we look towards other peers that might not be there yet. And what is it that's holding them back? And Matt and I have always felt like the STEM, the the foundation is again, self-confidence. So that's really where we became the cultivators of confidence over these last eight or nine years. And that has totally hyper-focused us to allow us to be better in all those avenues of gratitude, positivity, et cetera. Oh, I love that so much. You guys have such a beautiful understanding of these topics. I'm so grateful you're willing to share it. And you talked about the accountability piece and being, you know, public speakers on these topics. I've had that same experience as a health coach and a yoga instructor, now a podcaster, all about gratitude and joy and health. I'm like, well, dang, I better show up for myself if that's what I'm telling people to do. So I'm curious to know in your own lives, how has that manifested for you, you know, in terms of your health or your wellness or your gratitude and joy and all of that? Well, Matt, I can segue right to you because I think you are the ultimate example from physical uh, health. Matt has totally changed his life on his way into fatherhood and now is an unstoppable machine that makes me sometimes a bit jealous of just how healthy he is. But Matt, tell our body a little bit of your journey and how you've really grabbed a hold of your health. It's incredible and impressive and inspiration to me, brother. Well, thank you very much for that, Phil. And 
Kate, I got to tell you, when I first started speaking back in 2013, I would say that I was a healthy individual, but I didn't realize that there were so many significant changes I was in need of making to make myself feel even better. Mm -hmm. So before my son Benjamin was born in February of 2018, I made a promise to myself that I was going to get in the best physical, mental, spiritual, social, emotional shape of my entire life. And it was through that, that I did a lot of research about diets, about nutrition. I upped my running game. I went to the gym. I stepped outside of my comfort zone and did a lot of these physical classes and activities that I never would have dreamed of because I had no confidence to do it. But I said, this is the time to do it. So as that happened, and as, as my life has gone on, I realized the importance of nutrition. The food that I put into my body has a direct impact on my energy, my creativity, my patience as a father, my ability to be the best father I could be. And from that, I've transitioned it into my speaking world where I could truly say that I practice what I preach. And I've seen results and I want people to get those same results. But as much as I like to focus on the physical, physical and nutrition, just like you, Phil. Phil, I have to segue it back to you because I feel like you are the master of the sleep schedule and knowing when to unplug from technology. Would you mind expanding on that and how that has really progressed over the course of our speaking career as well? Sure thing. Yeah, I think in order of not being hypocrites in our message, we started diving deeper into what allows us to be confident. And it looked in the foundation of how you take care of yourself physically, like Matt said, but also sleep is so important. So between myself, I am regimented on getting seven and a half to eight hours every night, no matter what. And then also I do that with my own children. I'm making sure that we're building our lives around their sleep schedules so that they can feel healthy, happy, and comfortable. And therefore they can show up for their lives even better as well. But I really think that I started diving into all of these topics because we were speaking on them and I wanted to become more and more credible. So I really got into the nonfiction self-improvement book world out there. And I just love reading anything from self-published to people that are best sellers and really the research, the science behind everything that we've done. We were just lucky that our views on life and opinions on what we felt has made our lives better ended up turning up to be backed up by science that yes, these are the right approaches. So I think, man, if we can be honest, we were pretty lucky on what we were talking about, what we felt from our hearts, luckily was also backed up by science as well with our sleep habits, patterns, practicing gratitude, et cetera. So we've been drilling it more and more. And it's become, as you know, Kate, everything you do is like a muscle. And the more you work it, the more your brain naturally goes to it becomes habitual. And all of a sudden, we're some of the happiest, most positive people that have a lot of energy and it's not fake. And once people really get to know us, they know it's not an act. This is just who we are. And we we're happy to be alive and happy to meet people and interact. Oh, I love that so much. And I really appreciate that you guys focus on the gratitude piece as well. Gratitude is a huge part of my life. I have a practice I do every morning by myself. And then every evening at night, my husband and I each tell each other something we're grateful to the other person for from the past day. And then we also share like our, we call it our generals. And like, it's like something we're generally grateful for. And so I really bookend my day with gratitude and people will be like, well, you're like the happiest person I know. Like nobody can be that happy. And I'm like, well, I'm happy because I'm super super grateful. And I know everyone's, you know, gratitude practices look different. So I'm curious to know, what does gratitude look like in your lives? Like, how is it that you practice gratitude? Matt, I can say, and Kate, I can say for me, 
I know that sometimes I need to get up before my family does to work out. And at 4am, I'm uh, not always ready to work out. So I found a little trick that I read and I can't remember where I read it, but I think of three things I'm grateful for when I wake up and I'm in that sluggish, like dazed kind of feel. And when I'm thinking about that, like that I'm grateful for my house, that I'm grateful that I'm going to see my kids in an hour and a half and they're going to be excited and hug me. And I'm grateful that I have a job or that I have a, a wife I love very much that I see every day. But the, that little shift is just enough to like give you that endorphin rush to get out of bed and put a little pep in your step. And Kate, I love that you practice gratitude with your husband. I like to do that with my kids before bed and just say, hey, what's one thing you're grateful for that happened today? Could be super silly, innocent, whatever. But I think that practice really allows you to think about it more and more. And then not to turn back where we were just were, but I think, Kate, what you're doing with your husband and that, that takes self-confidence, right? You putting yourself out there with your partner or with your child, uh, there's a chance of rejection, right? That your husband could have said, this is dumb, Kate, leave me alone, right? <laughs> and people who are self-conscious could naturally turn that off and say, that doesn't work. But really what they don't realize is they're not comfortable putting themselves out there and being vulnerable and saying what they're grateful for. But the more they can get to that, I think the more joy they can feel in their life. Now, Matt, for you, what about gratitude, my friend? What are you pushing out to help bring it back in? You know, I wish I had a clear-cut answer that I, I have a mental exercise in the morning or at night, but mine really does vary day by day. There are days where I get the utmost sense of gratitude while I'm at work, thinking of my family, thinking of how fortunate I am to come home to the home that I get to every single day. It could happen to me at work. It could happen to me when I'm calling my parents on my drive home from work, knowing that my family is healthy, that my family is happy. It comes in different ebbs and flows, but it doesn't it's never hard for me to find it. I feel like the reasons are always there. And, and for me, knowing that in my heart, that's when I know that I always have that foundation of gratitude, that it could come at any point, any uh, section of the day. But I feel like that's what makes me feel so fulfilled as a human, as a professional, as a father, just knowing like, man, life is good. And I have every reason to be smiling. I have every reason to be confident. There are people out there in this world who are dealing with things much greater than I could ever imagine. And if I remind myself of that on a daily basis, life is good. And I feel like people around me benefit from that energy. I love that so much. Oh, you guys are so eloquent. I just appreciate the passion with which you speak and it's just so authentic and it absolutely resonates with me. And I love that you talk about, you know, all these different things. It's like a muscle, right? The more you do it, the stronger you get at it, the more a part of your day it becomes, you know, you just keep showing up for yourself. I've always found that my personal self-confidence comes when I challenge myself to get outside of my comfort zone. And then I finally get to a point where I'm like, okay, this no longer makes my heart race. This is a little less scary than it used to be. I remember even when I first started teaching yoga in the Chicago suburbs where you guys actually live, which is just such a cool connection. My heart would like pound out of my chest, but I would go into the studio and I'd be trying to start the class really quietly and very just purposefully. And my heart was like, you know, but <laughs> you just keep showing up, you keep showing up and eventually, you know, it's not so scary. And then one day you're like, Oh, I actually feel really confident about this. And I think being able to do things in your own life that you can say like, Oh, I'm really proud that I did that. I'm really proud that I showed up and I kept showing up for myself. And so I'm curious to know, given your area of expertise, 
for somebody who's listening and they're like, yes, I would love to cultivate some self-confidence in my own personal life. Do you guys have a suggestion as to where they could start, you know, making that a part of their day? For me, I could speak from personal experience and you were touching on it, Kate, but just getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. My personal example of this was that I joined a bunch of neighborhood dads at a CrossFit gym. I never lifted a a weight in my life, but I I talk about this story all the time to Phil. That simple gesture of going with gentlemen who are three times my size, who have been lifting their whole life, putting myself in that uncomfortable situation turned such a leaf in my life where I felt like the more I put myself out there in situations that literally make me want to vomit, the better I'm going to be in the morning, the stronger I'm going to be. So for me, whether it's picking up a musical instrument, whether it's going out to do that stand-up comedy that you know you have a Rolodex of jokes, but you just can't take that first step, just take the first step and do it because you will get results. Whether you crash and burn, whether you succeed, you did it. And when you put your head on your pillow at night, that's when you know that you took a step in the right direction. Love that. And I also would say too, building self-confidence is just, it reiterates what Matt said, but it's experiences, trying new things. And there's so many ways to do that in a way that doesn't feel super threatening. It could be as simple as community outreach, right? Uh, Going to something we have in our area is called Feed My Starving Children, where you go and you package food and send it over, right? But getting out there in public, meeting strangers, but doing something good, it's, it's something that can build your pride. It can open up opportunities. And again, get those that motivation and that momentum rolling to grow. And I, Kate, I'm sure you know, and Matt, I've seen you do it you know, right before my eyes, but I feel like the more you try of that, the more you're willing to push a little bit more. And all of a sudden, these goals that seemed like this little steps overwhelming start to be pretty big jumps. And I'm going to try this and put myself out there. And that naturally happens with the more we experience. And When we grow up, some of us are blessed with lots of experiences. For me, it was Boy Scouts. It was getting in clubs like student council. It was having my dad make me help at church at big dinners, right? (laughs) Run events. But I learned so much from those experiences because of different people, different age groups, and just different missions. And from there, you slowly just start to get comfortable with, like Matt said, the uncomfortable. So Get out there, try some new things, simple, make the world a better place. And before you know it, you're growing and growing. It's great. I love that. And I know we talked a little bit earlier, Matt, you mentioned how, you know, what you physically feed your body impacts the way that you feel and the way that you show up. And I also feel like the way that we feed our minds is equally important. And Phil, you mentioned how you, you know, you love reading. I'm the same way. I always have a book on audible and a book I'm physically reading. And I pop, you know, between them, depending on like, if I'm doing the dishes, I'm listening to audible and If I'm in bed before, you know, I'm reading before bed, I'm reading a physical book. And so I'm curious if there are any, you know, books or resources or podcasts or YouTube channels, you know, what has really helped feed your minds as you've been on this journey, especially the last eight to nine years together? Yeah. One of the things that I love reading about is positive psychology, just the science behind how positive people obviously tend to be not only happier, but healthier, more successful, more driven. So for me, I strongly recommend the author, Sean Acor. Sean Acor is super popular now. He's been on Oprah. He's written brilliant books. I loved them all. And I guess the thing that fed my ego a little bit was that, wow, the stuff, man, I've been talking about 
it's scientifically back. This is great. And then another author I love from the UK, his name is Dr. Andy Cope, and he's the doctor of happiness. And he's a great guy, written a lot of fun to read, easy to read books, but that make you think about your life. He's written books for happiness for teenagers, for men, for women. All, and I have, I've liked every book I've read of his. So positive psychology is my jam. So if you're a reader, audible wise, or just reading, like you said, a paper book, I'd recommend those two. Matt, what's one of your faves, though, that gets you going, gets that cook that goose? <laughs> well, Kate. <laughs> comes to reading, I don't read. However, <laughs> the last book that I did read uh, was called uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, uh, who is a Navy SEAL. And it was almost like your soul took an ice bath when you read this book. <laughs> Every page, you felt like you were unstoppable. It was all about basically putting yourself in uncomfortable positions, pushing your body mentally and physically to the limits. And for me, I've become more of a runner these days in my life. I love it and I feed off of it and I need it. So I would strongly suggest that. Secondly, my podcast route goes a different route a bit, uh, but it's by Rich Roll, who is actually an ultra marathoner uh, and he's a plant-based athlete uh, who focuses on nutrition, positive mindset, exercise, a guy who's turned his life around with him having a few demons and uh, just super empowering things that I feel. I love that athletic twist to it when I read it. So those would be my recommendations. Yeah. Oh man. Rich Roll is awesome. He was one of the first podcasters I ever listened to regularly when I first started teaching yoga, I actually know the Western suburbs of Chicago because I would teach anywhere and everywhere that would let me teach. And I was like, I just have to get all the word vomit out so I can figure out how to teach a good <laughs> yoga class. I think I spent more on gas getting to all these different YMCAs and gyms and stuff, but it was totally worth it. But all this time in the car, it was right when podcasts started to become more available. And Ritual was one of the ones I would listen to for like hours because I was just constantly in the car. Me awesome. Too. Could never get enough. Matt is not good at tooting his own horn, but Matt ran five marathons this year. Holy moly. That's amazing. Yeah. He doesn't like talking about it, but I do. Well, that's why you need friends in your corner to help with that self-confidence, right? To, to give you the pat on the back for sure. I am also a runner and I started running in the Chicago suburbs. The rails to trails out there are like my favorite thing in the whole world. I still miss them dearly. And we moved back in 2017, but oh, beautiful place to run. Well, guys, for anybody who has tuned in to this wonderful conversation, you guys are just so inspiring. I'm like all fired up and it's the end of the day. And I'm like, oh, I got to go crush something. <laughs> but I also need to go to bed in like two hours. But for anybody who's tuning in and they're like, yes, Matt and Phil are amazing. I want to connect with MMP Productions. Where are the best places to find you guys online? Well, we're kind of like cockroaches, Kate. You just can't get rid of us. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. You can find us at mppresentations.com. Uh, and then our social media handle is at MP presentation. So you could find us anywhere. Or if you simply go to Google and do hashtag MP, the number two DAY, you will find every single post that we've done in the past going on nine years. That's amazing. And um, this is an opportunity too for you guys to share anything you know you're working on or anything you really want people to tune into. Is there anything that you're doing currently that you really want to share? We uh, absolutely love paying it forward. So something we're extra proud of is that we have what's called our Train of Positivity short film series. 
And we just like to find strange, entertaining, but fun, sincere ways to pay it forward. So we're always trying to work on our next one. COVID certainly has created some interesting barriers, but we are excited to continue with that and move forward with that. But again, if anyone checks out our YouTube, you'll be able to see that we're obnoxiously always promoting that, but just trying to promote paying it forward in an organic, fun way. So uh, it's really been a great journey. We, we love what we do. We're very lucky to do what we do. Oh, I'm so grateful to you guys for coming on the show tonight, for sharing your hearts and your enthusiasm and your confidence and just all of the things. Thank you both. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Hey, friend. If you're enjoying today's episode, then I want to share a little something with you about the Live by Design Collective. If you are ready to dip out of your responsibilities twice a month to press pause on your regularly scheduled programming and to take some time to lean into fun and to cultivate friendships and to enjoy some personal growth along the way, then the Live by Design Collective was created with you in mind. One of my favorite things about the collective are the times that we come together virtually. So we meet via Zoom twice a month and it is a time to just create a sacred space for yourself. When I come down to host the calls, I light a candle, I wrap myself up in my very favorite, I call it my grandma Kate sweater because it keeps me warm in our basement. Sometimes I bring a blanket and I put that on my lap and I get super cozy. If I'm feeling like I want to relax a little bit, I might pour myself a nice warm cup of tea or sometimes I even bring a glass of wine to our meetings and we just make it a really special space. We all come together and there are so many laughs and just fun, truly just like fun connecting with each other and supporting one another and cultivating these friendships. And then to top it all off, there's personal growth added in there as well. But I don't know about you. Sometimes I just need to like press pause on my regularly scheduled programming and do something a little different. And the collective is that chance for me to do that twice a month to just connect with others, to have some fun, to create a special sacred space for myself and to just pour into myself first. So if that is something that speaks to you, you are so welcome to join the collective. You can learn more or join today over on my website at misskatehouse.com slash LBD collective. That's M S K A T E H O U S E.com slash LBD collective or scroll down in your listening app now. Welcome to Joyful Corner, my opportunity each week to share with you something or someone that's recently brought me joy or an experience that I'm grateful to have had. Well, this week, I am grateful for a mom's group that I recently joined. So there is a mom's group for Adams County, where I live in Pennsylvania, and I think you pay like $10 a year to be a member, and then you get access to their private Facebook group. And in that group, members post about different things they're doing with their kids. People who are going to host play groups will post about it. And it just gives you access to this great network of parents and young children. And for anyone listening who also has young children, you'll know that there's something really nice about connecting with people who are in the same season of life as you. 
like the people that can understand that you've never been so happy and so fulfilled or so tired at the exact same time, or like how rewarding it is, but trying it is to potty train your child, (laughs) all of those kinds of things. It's just nice to have somebody that can relate to that very specific short season of life. And that's why I joined this mom's group. So the first event I went to was to this Easter egg hunt that the club president hosted. And my boys had so much fun. I felt like a total noob because all the other parents brought like Easter egg baskets for the Easter egg hunt. And I just like straight up forgot them. I even had them at home. So luckily one of the moms was really sweet and was like, well, I've got two plastic bags in my car. And I was like, that would be great because I was going to put their eggs in my purse. (laughs) That's okay. Live and learn. We had the best time. And after the Easter egg hunt, my boys were climbing around and playing with some of the other kids on a play set. And I got to talk to so many nice parents and grandparents, like so many conversations, so many kind, just interactions with people. And One of those people I met was Snez, who actually wrote our Apple podcast feature review of the week. I always feel like a little self-conscious handing out my card to people, but my business card, like for the podcast and my coaching and the collective, has my cell phone number on it. So when I want to connect with somebody for a personal reason, I'll be like, oh, well, here's my card. You know, send me a text and we should get together for a play date. And I'm so grateful that she did. She texted. And that's the other half of my joyful corner this week is we just recently got together And she and I got to talk and just catch up and start to build a friendship. And while we were pushing my youngest on the swing, her child and my oldest just were running around and had like the greatest time together. Like sometimes I worry about my oldest, especially having grown up for most of his life in a pandemic, my youngest too, but my oldest, especially I worried about missing out on some like really key socialization periods. And it made my heart so happy to see him, my friend's child getting to play. And they, we didn't even like officially introduce them. They just knew that we were going to do a play date and they immediately started playing and they pretended to be pirates and they just had like the best time and like had no interest in us. (laughs) They just wanted to play with each other. And that was just so heartwarming to see. So that's my joyful corner this week. I'm grateful for this mom's group, for the Easter egg hunt, for my new friend and for my kids making friends. That just feels really, really joyful. And a big thank you this week to Matt and Phil for being our Joyful Corner listener of voicemails. Something that was joyful this weekend is one of my favorite hobbies and passions is trying new recipes and baking cakes. So I made a giant fat carrot cake with cream cheese, cinnamon frosting, and pecans on the outside. And I got to share that with some family friends and then passed it out to my neighbors so that I didn't eat it all. But I felt uh, so much fun making it and then passing it out and enjoying it with people really was just something absolutely enjoyed. One of the highlights of my weekend. It looked amazing. I saw it on your Instagram stories and I was like, what is happening here? This looks so good. Well, thank you very much. He's going to ditch this public speaking thing and see cakes. (laughs) That's what's going to happen for sure. For me, Kate, I tell you, at the end of last week, I experienced such a wave of positivity, good luck, and good health 
for my family. And it was just the most joyous feeling of gratitude and appreciation. And I, I truly believe that what you put out to the universe is what you get back. So I was beyond grateful for the wonderful energy and news that we received as a family. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I'm so happy for you. That's wonderful. Thank you guys so much. I am just so super grateful to you guys. Grateful. I feel like I've said that 10 times today, but I'm so <laughs> grateful to you guys for coming on. Exactly right. Coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Well, thank you again, Matt and Phil, for joining me on the podcast today. It was such a pleasure to just chat with you and be encouraged and inspired by you guys in real time. And for anybody listening who wants to follow along on their journey, I will include links to all the different ways you can connect with them on the internet below in your show notes. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to be the first to know when each and every new episode drops, I would encourage you to join my love letter. I sent out a short email with a link to each new episode, as well as any resources mentioned, so you can be an LVD podcast insider. You can join over at misskatehouse.com slash newsletter, or scroll down in your listening app and click love letter. And while you're at it, I would love to connect with you and open up some two-way communication. This podcast is me sitting here in my basement, talking into my microphone, and I would love to get to know you better. So if you're active over on Instagram, I would love to connect with you. Shoot me a DM over at Miss Kate House. That's M-S-K-A-T-E-H-O-U-S-E. So we can connect and start the conversation over there. The Live by Design podcast is hosted and produced by me, Kate House, with huge thanks to the incredible Liz Chapman for managing, editing, and literally doing all of the things for the podcast. And all of her work allows us to share not one, but two episodes with you each and every week. I couldn't do it without her. Thank you, Liz. I will see you next week when we drop our next mini motivational meditation. And until then, friend, spread some joy, make someone smile.